Episode 5 of the Unusual Thoughts Podcast with your host, Desmond. We are back, man. I have to thank you guys. I have to truly, truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys. Episode 4, last week's episode was the most listened to episode that I've had up to this point of doing this podcast. And I can't tell you how thankful I am for you guys. And if you have any comments any questions about anything, you can reach out to me at Prisoner of War 10. Prisoner of War 10 on Instagram and on Twitter. And you can also find me on Facebook. I got back on Facebook to promote. So you can also find me on Facebook at Desmond Boogie 8. So anything that you want to say to me about the podcast, please reach out to me and I promise you I'll get back to you as fast as I can. So this song that I just played, I thought it was very, very appropriate for this week's episode to start it off. But before we jump into anything, any topics or anything, you know we have to go through the unusual thought of the week. Let's get to it. So, for this week's unusual thought of the week, we will be speaking on something that I personally struggle with on a regular basis is self-awareness. Um, it's a very, very important thing to to everyday life. And self-awareness is simply, I'll give you the definition first. The, self, the self-awareness, the definition of self-awareness is the ability to see ourselves clearly, to understand who we are, how others see us, and how we fit into the world. And it's powerful. It's very, very powerful, especially the first part of it um, when it says that the ability to see ourselves clearly because I know a lot of times in life we tend to pick out the best parts about us and we leave out the worst parts about ourselves. And in order to be self-aware, in order to grow, in order to push yourself into new places in life, you have to be honest with yourself. And I can tell you the truth, man, being self-aware, if you're truly self-aware about yourself, it's powerful. It's very, very powerful. It's a powerful tool to have 
because you don't understand the strength that it gives you. So it's a very, very powerful, powerful tool to have. And just to understand who you are and what you are at whatever point in your life that you're at right now. Um, because the first step into improving yourself is to be truthful with your, be truthful with yourself at whatever point that you're at. And when you're truthful with yourself, you, it can put you in a vulnerable position. And you can be vulnerable to a lot of different things. You can be vulnerable to emotions. You can be vulnerable to people. But I guess I'm one of the rare people that I personally meet. And I've had this conversation with people. I'm one of the rare people that you meet that I don't think vulnerab vulnerability is a place of weakness. I think it's a place of strength. At least for me, I'll speak for myself. Being vulnerable is a place, is a is a part of my strength. Because I always tell people when I'm vulnerable to you, whether it hurts me or not, whether it makes me mad or not, at least you know where where I stand and at least you know where I stand to you and you stand to me. So being self-aware to me has the journey of trying to be always being self-aware is a challenging journey, but I I take pride in doing it. Um, and I try to be honest about everything in my life. And like I said, it's, just, it's, it's a vulnerable space, but it's a powerful, it's a powerful space because you find yourself you find yourself growing when you do that and i heard somebody say um the other day that that what we have to do in order to to be honest like you have to reflect on how you're reflecting you have to understand like i said earlier we tend to pick out the best parts about ourselves and hey well the bad stuff i didn't really mean that much that wasn't that important but in actuality that whatever your good is your bad is just as important and i guess for me like i said this journey has been an unconscious journey that i've been taking for a while on my own, even on even this even comes out in my tattoos. Um, I have on my left shoulder, I have a tattoo of an angel head, and on my right shoulder, I have a tattoo of a devil. And this is pretty much me saying I got a great side to me, and I also have a bad side. And I have a, and the good side, it outweighs the bad side, in my opinion, and I made just my opinion, but I understand that I have two different sides to me and I try to be honest about that so again this week what I want y'all guys to work on man is try to be self-aware try to be honest with yourself in every aspect of your life whether it's good or bad and if it's bad do the work to try to correct that wrong and that's all you can do you can't don't beat yourself up over it just be honest with yourself and try to move forward from there and I promise you it will benefit you in the long run to just sit down and just truly be honest with yourself and reflect on some things that that are great in your life and some things that are bad in your life. So this week, just work on self-awareness and practicing um, that for the next week. So now we're going to move on to some topics. And Lord, 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 don't we have some topics this week? Man, man, man. A lot has happened. Well, I ain't going to say a lot. It's one major story that has popped out. Um, that, that really, really struck a chord with me. And the song that I played at the beginning of this podcast really um, was the perfect song for this situation and this topic because it's, it's, it's unbelievable that we're still going through some of the things that we're going through and, and, and some of my 
and my people that look like me have to go through those things and and you when you feel like you're alone and you just don't know what you're gonna do but that that song just really really as soon as I heard about this story that's the first song that I thought of so I know you guys I'm, I'm pretty sure all of you guys have already heard of it um I don't know how to pronounce his last name but I'm just gonna say his first name Jesse. Jesse, the star, a star from Empire, a show that y'all might kill me for it in the comments, but I've never seen one episode of Power. Not Power, but um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I watch every episode of Power, probably one of my favorite shows, but I've never seen an episode of Empire. I haven't watched one episode of it, so I don't know what Cookie does. I don't know what Terrence A. Howard character is. I don't know what Jesse's character is, but he's a star on that show. So it came out um, a few days ago that Jesse was in Chicago and his he was attacked. That man was attacked. He was attacked and some bad things happened to that man. And I, and I truly, truly, I, I, I fear for that man. It's being a black man, being a black man and raising a, a black boy in this country is... Very, very scary because I, for anybody that knows me, if any of you listeners that know of me, I'm a, I'm a big guy. I am 6'7", and I'm about 250-plus pounds, so I'm a big guy, so I'm intimidating when I walk in the room, and my son will probably end up just as big as me, so being a black man of this size, of this stature, it's intimidating and... All I think about all the time is my son. I think about him growing up in this world and some things that he may face and how he's going to handle those things. So to see this happen to a black man in 2019, number one, it pissed me off. I can honestly speak. Number one, it pissed me off. And then number two, it hurt my heart. Um, it, it truly hurt my heart, especially with some of the things that they said to him, some of the things that were done to him. Because um, I just, the report came out and said, one of the stars from Empire, which I, one of the stars from Empire was a victim of an alleged hate crime in Chicago. He was allegedly beat by a group of white men screaming racial and homophobic slurs at this black man. He was beaten. They threw bleach on this man. They... Mm, mm. They tied a rope around his neck. <sighs> this. I'm sorry. Um, I don't think people understand the significance of that. And to hear that that happened to that man in this climate, in this in in 2019, for people to call you out your name. And tie a rope around your neck. It's it pisses you off to a point that you just want to do any and just want to do something. So, and then on top of that, like to hear going. Before the before the, the 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 attack happened, they were calling him. They said, "Hey, aren't you that faggot from Empire?" 
Look, man, I don't understand why so many people in this country find a problem with a person's sexual orientation. I will never understand it. It baffles me that it bothers you that a person wants to love who they love. Like, what does another person doing in their bedroom have to do with you? What does another person who they love, what does it matter to you? Like, I, I've never understood it. I never have, and I, and I don't ever want to understand it. And I guess I never had a per. I never, I personally never had a problem with anybody that was of the LBGT community. And I hope I said that right. Because as I think back over my life, and I, I can remember as a kid, my mom had a best friend that was gay. And he... <laughs> I'm not laughing that he was gay, but... And I, and I sit back and think on him because he was extremely funny. Extremely, extremely funny. And I think about it all the time. He's extremely funny. But he was a black man, darker than me. He was about six. Now that I'm grown, he was probably... Six two six three with long black hair. So I've been around this since I was a child. I've been around him since I was a child, and it never bothered me. He never, we never treated him no different, and he never treated us no different. He never made passes at us or me or my brothers or anything of that nature. So as I got older, I was just like, I don't see why people have a problem with this because they not bothering nobody. Like what? Like, what does it matter that they want to be with who they want to be with? It's the stupidest shit in the world to me. And the fact that it bothers you so much, it makes me question you. I've, I tell all my friends that if they have a problem with a gay dude that much, bro, I tend to question you because it makes no sense for you to be bothered that much by a gay man. That gay man probably don't want you anyway. <laughs> and if he wanted you, if you want, and if he does, if he did want you, and you took the bait, that just lets you know that you want it. Because I've personally been hit on by gay guys, and I tell them straight up, I'm straight, literally and figuratively, and I leave it alone. I'm not gonna, con I'm not gonna go through life trying to fight for just because a man finds me like that's stupid. That is the dumbest shit in the world. You say you're straight, and you move on about your business. Like it's that simple. So to see that this happened to this man, I will. It, it, it's it's just sad that, that we're still in this space. It, it really, really sad. And like I said, when I think about it, when I think about it, trying to raise a child in this, my son in this, it, it really scares me. But before I go any further, before I go any further, I, I have to say something. The fact that these men that attacked this black man, yeah, that MAGA, this is MAGA country, it's really a disgrace. It's a disgrace to this country. It's a disgrace for what we're supposed to stand for. And I never understood why people voted for the sitting president. I never understood it. Never understood it. And I've had conversations with people that have, that they voted for him. And they never give me a, a valid reason for voting for that man. But, hey, ain't nothing we can do about that now. He's the president, so we, we deal with it, right? But 
for those that voted for him, at this point, if you're still supporting him in that administration, with all due disrespect, and I do need you to understand, and I need you to feel me when I say this, with all due disrespect, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck what you stand for. Fuck what you believe in. Fuck you. Because at this point, this man has shown you nothing but hate. He's shown you nothing but divisiveness that he wants the country to be split in half. I don't understand how you can still support this in, in no in no shape, form, or fashion. Because if you support what this man stands for that sits in that presidential seat, that means that you don't care about anything outside of the, 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 the color of your skin. And if that's what you care about, you're no friend of mine. You're no friend of mine and you're... You're no friend of mine and you don't care about nothing that looks like me, that walks like me, that talks like me. So for me, I don't, like I said, I don't understand it. And I, it, 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 it just, for you to support this and the hate that he gives out and the funny part about all of it he don't even know why he don't even have a reason to hate someone that looks like me you don't have a reason to but you just hate me because of the color of my skin and if that's what you want to stand behind i have no dealings for you i have no dealings for you and it's crazy because I, as i sit and i think and I, and I think about this often and as black people, we are so forgiving. Man, I, 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 we're so forgiving. And I need y'all to understand. I need my, my people, my people, to understand where we stand in this country. How we're, how we're still looked at in this country. Look, man, I'm not, I never call for violence because I'm not a violent person. And I know they tell you to forgive and forget. hard as a father and I guess everything for me in my life and I tie it back to me being a father because that's the most important thing in my life it's hard for me to just accept this and just say oh we just need to forgive why can't I not forgive that don't mean meet you with hatred that just mean don't deal with it. That don't mean meet you with with any type of violence or anything. That just mean I'm not going to deal with you. And by you, I mean anybody that hates for no reason. You're just going to hate And for people like that, I have no 
I have no sympathy for, I have no love for, I have nothing for you. I truly mean that I have nothing, nothing, nothing for you. And to that brother Jesse, I truly, truly hope that that you heal up, that you keep going, that you keep fighting, that you move smarter, that you protect yourself at all costs. I want you to keep going. Keep going. Because this don't stop nothing. This don't, this doesn't define who you are. This doesn't make you less of a man. You find your power in this and you continue to fight your fight. However that you want to continue to do that, brother, I want you to fight your fight. Truly, truly do. And truth be told, that's all I can say on it again, brother. Brother Jesse, my prayers are going out to you and your family and friends. And I hope that you continue to move the way that you want to move and do things the way that you want to do them. Okay, energy is back up. I'm sorry, man, but I had to take a break after that. I, I'm sorry. But right now, you're listening to the sounds of King Fan. It's a song that I tried to get loaded up for y'all last week and I couldn't get it loaded. But right now, we got it. So let me know what y'all think about it. Let's go. This is for the folks and the lords and the bees and the seas too. Working nine to fives, moving peas if we need to. Heavy on your shoulders when you know your people need you. Faith and move around, keep believing, nigga, be true. Start a smile time, but the flow already all time. Skinny tall guy with the homies and we all high. No, I don't feel the need to call it out when y'all lie. Too busy trying to get it just so all my dogs flying bag chasing. For other shit, I never had patience. Sad faces is all I'm seeing on these black faces. Get on the team, I'm trying to offer you the max, baby. It don't work out, I promise not to take it back, baby. I've been on the road lately. It's a glow up. Soon enough, they gon' pay me just to show up. I was somewhere bumping Jay-Z. Diamonds throwed up. Thinking about my next play. Gotta eat the next day. Dream chasing all my life. Free me, though. Free Nino. Rah, rah, now my people. You, you gotta know I do it for my people. Trapping be the cheat code until we equal. I'm blazing in the back of a Uber, my driver cooler. Already told him he get put over, I never knew you. I used to want to play in the league, started a hooper. Was too broke in the present to be thinking about the future, that's the downside. Don't shed no tears, I rap about mine. Can't yet afford to make them hear the loud cries, hit the downsides. Hey, if I gotta go without fine, key is good and it's taking way longer to count. Yeah, 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 yeah. We back, man. That song was called On a Roll by my brother King Finn. Another one, bro. Another one, bro. I appreciate you for sending me that. And um, y'all go check him out on Twitter at KingFanCC, man. Go check him out. Let him know what y'all think about the song. Okay, man. Uh, podcast had to start on the down note. There was, but you know how that go. But right now, I want to laugh a little bit. And what better way to laugh, man? The funniest thing that I saw this week, man, was rap beef between Don Q and Tory Lanez, man. I, I'm a fan of rap. I watch battle raps all the time, so I like to hear rappers 
rap back and forth and just show the skill sets. That's one of my favorite things to do. And this week, Don Q and Tory Lanez went in. I think both of them dropped dope tracks. And in Tory Lanez's first track, he decided to talk about a female counterpart that he has sexual relations with by the name of Dream Doll, who is a rapper. Um, that I, Of course, I didn't know that, but she's a rapper as well. And when he mentioned her name, she responded. And she, one of the lines in that song had me in the floor laughing because there's some different type of shit that he on. One of the lines of her song, she said she had Tory Lanez eating a box, trying to suck her toes through the socks. Tory Lane a different nigga. <laughs> to try to, do you understand? This nigga, she said this nigga was trying to suck her toes through the socks. That's a freaky, that's that's a freaky ass nigga there, bro. Like, listen, I'm a sucker for pretty toes. I absolutely love a woman with pretty feet. If you got some light skin and some pretty feet and a pretty smile, mm, you got me. Like, you got me. And for this nigga to, and I don't, like I said, I don't mind, if I, hey, if we in the midst of our business and I end up sucking, kissing on your feet and sucking your toes, so be it. But I ain't never been to try to suck a motherfucker's toes through they socks. Tory Lanez is a different nigga. That's a different type of nigga. Like, I've never heard of no, like, what type of shit? <laughs> oh, my. This nigga tried to suck her toes through the, man, listen. I ain't knocking you, bro. But before you start sucking on some toes, my nigga, at least you can take about the sauce, my nigga. Like, take her shoes off. Take it, like, get into it, brother. I don't know how that feel. Like, she gonna, she gonna give you some head through your drawers, my nigga? Like, what we doing here? Like, hey, man, you gotta be better than that, Tori. But other than that, Tori, the rap beef continue to call these niggas out, continue to push their pen. I have nothing but respect for you in that, in that field because I can't lie to you, man. Everybody you calling out, you going toe-to-toe with them. You went toe-to-toe with, uh, with Jonah Lucas. You went toe-to-toe with Don Q. And you was impressive in both. I can't lie to you. So, hey, man, keep rapping. Since this time you want to suck the toes, my nigga, take her socks off, bro. Because if you down there to suck her toes, bro, I'm pretty sure you can put your hand up there. Hell, you can grab it with your teeth for all I care. Take the socks off, my nigga. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't want to say nothing else about that. Take the socks off, my nigga. Um, in other news, man, we got the Super Bowl is this Sunday. My Patriots are back in the Super Bowl for the night time. And, of course, I'm picking the the Patriots over the Rams. Simple as that. It's in Atlanta this, this year. I'm not going to be able to make it down there, but you got the Patriots and the Rams. And I have the Patriots winning. I don't give scores. It's not what I do. I never give scores. I'm never going to give a score on a basketball game, so I'm definitely not going to give one on a football game. But I got the Patriots winning. I think we're going to run the ball fairly well to try to keep them off balance. And I think our defense will stand up, and um, Tom Brady will make the plays necessary down the stretch um, to to help us win this game. And I think, actually, I think Rob Gronkowski is going to have a big game this, uh, this Super Bowl. I think he's going to have a really, really big game.
But this that I want to talk some NBA because from the last time I talked to y'all to now, the NBA has been on a goddamn roll. My goodness, man! It's so much. In, it's so many. It's so much that happened over this last week of of the NBA. Um, first things first. The first thing that popped out was Anthony Davis of the New Orleans Pelicans finally um, requested a trade, and I can honestly say I'm not mad at him for this. I'm not. I understand it because at the end of the day, man, we play this game. I know a lot of people say, man, it's about the competition, but it's, it is about the competition. But if you're an athlete, if you're on, on whatever level you play, you want to win. You don't want to lose. And and I guess when I judge people, when I judge careers, it's not all about winning, but I want you to compete. I want you to position yourself to compete for a championship. You don't have to win it, but at least position yourself to compete for a championship. And I honestly feel like the New Orleans Pelicans didn't help him anyway. Because anytime he made the playoffs, the next year they would trade significant pieces that helped him get to the playoffs. And even like last year when they went to the playoffs and they they won a round they won their first round series against I think they played Portland last year. They swept Portland, but you traded away Rondo, and Rondo, it's not like you had to pay Rondo 15, 12, 15, 16 million. Rondo went to the Lakers and got, I think, $5 million contract. So it's not like you had to pay him a ton of money, but you traded him. And then you also let go of DeMarcus Cousins. So now, some pieces, of course, DeMarcus Cousins didn't play in the playoffs last year, but you trade away Rondo, who pretty much, to me, I would take Rondo as a point guard over almost every point guard in the playoffs. If you say, hey, if you can, you can get one point guard in the playoffs, I want Rondo because I know he's going to be prepared and I know what he's going to do in the playoffs. So I'm not mad at it. It, it, it. I'm not mad at AD for requesting the trade because I feel like he didn't fail the organization. That organization failed him. I truly, truly believe that. I, and I, I just believe that's just what I believe. And he has the right to move on. Now, everything else that's going on around, around that 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 trade request, I think is, um, I think it's a lot of bull crap. And I think they are. I think a lot of people are just throwing throwing stories out there to just to have a story like oh my god he he said he'll only go to the Lakers and and he came out today and said that I asked for a trade but we never gave them a destination that's up to them where they trade me so I think a lot of people like a lot of sports analysts and things like that and a lot of reporters just want to they just want to put a story out so they're just going to say some things that that sound good and people run with it. So I don't like the fact that they're doing that. Um, I would like to see him in L.A., but if I'm the New Orleans Pelicans, I'm not going to make that trade. I'm not even considering considering a trade until the end of this season. Now, if I would get him out by the end of this season, I wouldn't do it now. There's no rush to do it now. There's no need because anything that you can get right now, 
you can get in the summertime. And the Lakers are offering, they they are offering everything they got. <laughs> I mean, they say Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, Zubak, and a first-round pick to get him. And truth be told, I think he's worth all of it. I would say give up everybody except LeBron damn near. So, um, AD is a 25-year-old superstar. So, I, I completely think that that um, he's worth it. I don't think. But, like I said, I just I would wait. I would just wait it. I would just wait it out until the summertime, get offers from everybody. From I would try to see what offer that the Celtics would try to put together. I would see what the Knicks are going to try to do. I would just wait it out to see exactly um just to hear everybody this, i guess that's what i would say i would just wait to see everybody um and what i would personally like i would like a three-team trade um between the la lakers the new orleans pelicans and the washington wizards i would like to see and this is how i think this is how this is the trade that i would like to see i would like to see um anthony davis go to the lakers he goes to the lakers the lakers trade the Lakers trade Lonzo and Lonzo and Zubac to the New Orleans Pelicans. I want to see them two go to the New Orleans Pelicans because then um, you get AD to the Pelicans. I mean, you get AD to the Lakers. You get Zubac and Lonzo Ball to New Orleans. And then that third team with Washington, I want to see Washington, Washington Wizards come in. I want to see Bradley Beal go to the Lakers for Ingram and Kuzma. And also in that trade from Watson, I would also send Otto Porter to New Orleans. And I would just make that a three-team trade because at that point in L.A., you will have LeBron, A.D., Bradley Beal. And you can put pieces around him. You can leave Rondo there at the point guard position. And um, so you will have that. That'll be your your main core in A.D., LeBron, and Bradley Beal. In New Orleans, you will have... You have Lonzo, you will have Zubak, you will have Otto Porter, Drew Holiday is still there, Julius Randle is there. Um, so I think that'll be not a great team, but that'll be a young team that could possibly compete. Com- compete that will possibly be able to compete. And out of the East, you got John Wall coming back because nobody's going to take that ridiculous, fucking ridiculous contract that he has. So you have John Wall, you have. Ingram and Kuzma on the wings. And if Dwight Howard comes back and play, who knows if he ever comes back. You know, his tailbone is still messed up. He hadn't played this year. But you have three different teams that will get good pieces for what they're trying to do. So that's a trade that I would like to see happen. But, hey, that's just me. Um, Also this week, we had the All-Star Reserves were announced. And you have in the east you have Bradley Beal who's a two-time all-star Blake Griffin I think this is number 5 for him 5 or 6 um Kyle Lowry is a five-time all-star Chris Middleton is a first-time all-star you have uh Victor Oladipo who was hurt and they he's a second time Victor Oladipo is a two-time all-star and of course he's hurt he had season in the surgery last week and they were going to replace him with Jimmy Butler or D'Angelo Russell and it just came out that D'Angelo Russell was will replace him, and I'm happy that they did that because they don't even know if Jimmy Butler's going to play. Hell, last year he didn't play. So D'Angelo Russell deserves that he has um, the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs right now. So I'm not a fan of D'Angelo Russell, but he deserves to be an all-star this year, so I'm not mad at that pick. You have Ben Simmons from the 76ers, who was the first time, 
and uh, Nicola Bullchick, Bullchick from Orlando was the first time. And also as a special addition to the All-Star team, you got Dwayne Wade, which I'm, hey man, I'm not mad at that. I'm, I'm truly not mad at it. I, people that know me and I, we had this conversation about Dwayne Wade towards the end of the season and what I feel about him and his career. We have it another time. But Dwayne Wade is a special addition, and I, I'm not mad at that. I'm truly not. Um, I know some people like this stupid, this bullshit. Uh, it doesn't doesn't bother me. And now West, you got Anthony Davis, a seven-time All-Star. LaMarcus Aldridge is a six-time All-Star. Nikola Jokic is a first-time All-Star. Russell Westbrook is a eight-time All-Star. Klay Thompson is a five-time All-Star. Carl Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns is a two-time All-Star. And to round it up is Damian Lillard, who is a four-time All-Star. Which is I don't I'm not mad at neither one of these lists, and of course you can throw some names in there that that, that um they got snubbed, um but this list on both sides is not bad, um yeah it's just not bad and there's a special addition to the West team you have Dirk Nowinski, and again I'm not mad at it. Dirk is one of the best to to, to put on a pair of shoes thirty thousand points. I would say one of the top two or three. European players to ever play. It's hard for me to put somebody above him, but he's up there for me. So I, I, I'm not mad at either one of these, the special additions to the team. And um, I'm excited to see Giannis and LeBron this week pick their teams out. That'll be fun to watch to see who plays with who. Because um, once again, with all these trade rumors going on, is LeBron going to pick AD? Is LeBron going to pick Kyrie? Because now all of a sudden that Kyrie called LeBron, now all of a sudden he wants to play with LeBron. It's just it's just a lot of stories, and I'm happy that Kyrie came out today and was like, man, y'all worried about the wrong thing. I'm worried about right now. Ask me about my future and about my free agency July 1st. And until then, don't ask me nothing else. So I'm happy that he did that today. Um, Oh. Another trade that went down this week was the Knicks and the Dallas Mavericks trade. Man, I'm just, I'm happy for both sides of that trade. I, I can't, I can't find um, anything wrong with with either side of this trade because I think that they, I think both teams got out of the trade exactly what they wanted to get out of the trade. So the Knicks sends. Um, Kristaps Porzingis, who is the main player of this trade, they sent Kristaps Porzingis, um, Tim Hardaway Jr., Trey Burke, and Courtney Lee. They sent all those players to the Mavericks. Um, they sent those guys to the Mavericks, and the Mavericks sent um, Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, and two future first-round picks to the Knicks. And... The Mavericks got what they want. They got their they got their man. They got they they got a young budding star in um man his name slipped my mind that damn fast. Uh the rookie. Um Jesus Christ how his name slipped my mind that fast. But anyway, they got the rookie over there. I can't his name really slipped my mind. They got the rookie um that's playing really, really outstanding this year. He has proven himself so far and I'm all, I'm I'm excited to see him continue to grow and see where it takes him but they also got Kristaps Zingas and they can have those two players and they can build around them and hopefully in the future they can be a a dominant duo in the Western Conference 
Um, they also like, and they also got some shooters. They they got some good players that coming along with them, like Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, the good shooter on this team, he won't be able to shoot as much, which would be a good thing for him. So, um, he can just be a be a third option on that on that team in the future, which which works out better for him. Courtney Lee is a great defender. Uh, has been in the NBA, solid shooter. Trey Burke. Had, has had an up and down career, but the last two years in New York has been pretty, pretty decent for him. And the Knicks, man, they got they star in Dennis Smith Jr., who they should have drafted um, two years ago. And I'm pretty sure now that they got Dennis Smith Jr., they'll probably trade that that other kid that they got there. Uh, they'll probably trade him, who they picked in front of him. Uh, so they'll probably trade him soon. They got DeAndre Jordan, who should be pissed off because he came to Dallas and they just traded him away. Wesley Matthews. Good shooter, great defender, and they got two future draft, two future first round draft picks, and then the most important thing, the New York Knicks cleared up seventy three million dollars in cap space to try to go after two max players this summer. So, both sides got what they wanted out of it, man. So, I'm not mad at either side of the trade, um, and I guess what will determine who won that trade will be, I guess we have to see this summer, because if the Knicks sign I think if they sign one of those max players out of they can get a KD or if they can get a Kyrie I think they'll be the winner of that trade but we'll just have to wait and see um but like I said I'm not mad at either one of those teams and it's, and it's just good I think I think Dallas got what they wanted they're going to be good I think New York going to be good and now for all the other trade talks that's going on around the league it's just so much going on now Kyrie want to leave and 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 it's just too much. And all I say is I want, I wish that every NBA star would just come out and say this. If you don't hear it come from my mouth, it's not true. Because at this point, there's so many reporters that they want to be first. They don't care about being right. They're just going to continue to throw stories out there. They're going to throw 10, 15 stories at you in one stick. And then they're going to be like, see, I predicted this in I predicted this in January when, in fact, you just threw random stuff out there and then one of them happened to stick. So I wish that every NBA player would just say, hey, I didn't say it. It's not true. Period. And if you don't hear it come from my mouth, don't believe it. So um, that way we could get back to basketball, number one, and then we can get back to reporters actually doing the work and not just coming out, oh, a source, a source, a source. I got a very, very reliable source. Everybody has a reliable source somewhere, and it's like, it's stupid. So, you know, um, I really, really wish that that they would do that. Um, now, to end this off for the week, because, um, uh, yeah, to end this off for the week, man, the movie or the series of the week I'm pretty sure you guys have seen this, um, and if you hadn't, you you absolutely have to go check it out. I found it on Netflix. Um, it's called Trigger Warning by it's trigger. It's called Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. And if you guys don't know Killer Mike, man, if you listen to him speak, he's a God. He's an intelligent guy. Just he's just intelligent, and he he from the hood of Atlanta, and going to went to Morehouse became a rapper, great rapper. He's just a, a brilliant guy when you sit down and listen to him talk. So he has a series of six, I think it's six episodes on um, on YouTube, and it's called Trigger Warning. And I'll just give you the bio of it. 
It says in this funny and provocative series, rapper and activist Killer Mike puts his revolutionary ideas about achieving social change, social, social change into action. And that's exactly what he's doing, man. This this six part series is absolutely amazing. And um I think any and everybody that that can should it's six minutes and it's a little bit over I think each episode is a little bit over thirty minutes. Go watch it, man. You'll learn some things. You'll learn how to put some things into perspective. And it's a it'll 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 be It'll be an enjoyable watch. So I I push anybody to take a second out of your day and go listen to that. And again, I want to thank you guys for giving me a giving me the opportunity to speak to you, giving me a piece of your day. And every week, man, I'll be back for y'all to give me a piece of your day. And like I tell you every week, you can feed in. Just be unusual when you do it. I'm out.